0: Before we get started today, I have a really important announcement. My Becoming Future You course is open for enrollment this week only. Enrollment is open right now and it is closing on Tuesday, April 12th. This course is for you if you've been feeling stuck or like you're running out of time, if you are tired of putting yourself last or getting in your own way, if you're tired of breaking promises to yourself, if you're struggling with motivation or focus, if you if you have constant squirrel brain, if you've just moved through a transition in your life and this new chapter is a little bit scary and you're not sure what comes next, if you've been struggling with any of your goals, this is the class for you. I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future to help you get focused, unlock your source of motivation because it's really different for everybody. What motivates me might not motivate you. And what motivates you is not going to motivate your kid or your sister or your friend. We all have different things that motivate us. So I designed this course to help you dig into what are your values? What matters to you? What feels like a calling or has a sense of purpose in your life? What is your version of a meaningful life look like? It's the same things that we talk about in this podcast all the time. But what I did was I put it into a course so that you get 100 pages of worksheets. And before you're like, oh, Mel, I do not. I do not have time to fill out 100 pages of worksheets. First, let me say you get lifetime access to the course. So you can do this as slowly as you want. Second of all, I designed it so that it would take you about 15 minutes a day over a two month period. So not only will you be working through answering these questions about, you know, what do I want out of my relationships? What do I want out of my future? And digging into, well, what distracts me? What causes me to feel bad? What destroys my focus? You're also gonna be developing really positive habits, like noting those things, like having gratitude practice, like looking for what's going well in your life, as well as the areas that you can make improvements on. So I purposefully designed the course this way so that it's kind of takes place over a longer period of time, because building habits and setting goals and working on those habits while you're still in the course, it's all rolled in together. And I did that on purpose. If you would like to find your focus if you would like to turn your dreams back on and feel hopeful again. This is the class for you. Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock. Again, I only open it a few times a year. As a bonus, when you enroll, you get a special bonus course um, to help you troubleshoot your distractions. Speaking of distractions, they just distracted myself. <laughs> You get the bonus troubleshooting library where I have lessons to help you combat squirrel brain, overcome procrastination, work on not getting interrupted by others, how to deal with expectation and what to do if you are burned out. And that bonus course is a $197 value alone. And you get that totally free in addition to the eight weeks of lessons and all the worksheets and Also, access to the Facebook group where we're totally going to hang out, and I'm going to be in there all the time talking to you and helping you figure out if you're getting in your own way, helping you figure out what you want to do next. One of my students, who I'm especially proud of, she took the course recently and discovered that one of the things that she had been putting on the back burner was a dream to write a book and get published. And she said, Before I took Unlock Your Five Star Future, I couldn't focus. I couldn't even decide what my goals were, let alone create a plan to achieve them. After taking Mel Jolly's course, I have the right tools and understand how they work for me. I'm on fire with a list of goals and plans on how I can best achieve them. This coming year, my first four books will be published. Yay! That's from Denise. And guess what? She met her goals. The goals that she clarified in the course um, over a year, two years, it's hard for me to remember who took the course when. But that she clarified a while ago, she has succeeded at those. Another one of my students, Reagan, says, if you are looking for a way to get your stuff together, and I mean seriously get it together, this class is for you. Last year, Mel Jolly helped me identify what was holding me back and taught me how to break those chains and become more successful than ever. So listen, if you've not been feeling 100%, if you're not loving where you are in your life, if you've transitioned or you just kind of have that feeling like something needs to change, maybe nothing's changed on the outside of your life, but you've got that like kind of stuck feeling, you won't feel that way. Eight weeks from now, you can invest in yourself now and feel differently in two months. So go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock and enroll before midnight, Tuesday, April 12th. And I cannot wait for us to work together. It's going to be amazing. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. If you're not seeing progress with your habit, I think we have to ask, are you working on the wrong thing? Are you setting the wrong habit? We know that habits will always beat motivation. Motivation is a tricky mix and she's always going to let you down, especially when you need her most. This is why we work on habits. This is why whatever your goals are, I talk about finish line goals. So what finish line can you cross? Is it running a 5k? Is it getting your Etsy store up? Is it starting a restaurant? Is it decluttering your house? What's the finish line? We work on defining the finish line and then we create a habit to support that goal. And the habit is like a little mini repeating finish line goal because every day you get to cross a little finish line. So if the habit is... I'm going to run a 5K. No, I'm sorry. If the goal is run a 5K, then the habit is obviously going to be (laughs) exercise-related. Going running. The habit's probably going to be going running because at some point, if you're going to run three miles, you're going to have to run some amount before that. So the habit is going running. Every time you go running, even if you didn't run a 5K, Even if you ran half a mile without dying, yay, you, you crossed the finish line. And the next time you do the habit, you cross the finish line again. The Next time you do the habit, you cross the finish line again. So we work on these repeating finish line goals. We set up these habits so that we don't have to worry about not feeling motivated. And when we're anchoring in the habit, when we are, hmm, let's see, I want to say trying to get motivated to do the habit, but I just told you that motivation is just a pile of, it's not a pile of mo- nothing. <laughs> but when we want to tap into our deep seated why, our reason for doing the habit, our motivation, our vision for the goal, I ask you questions like, how will future you feel? After three months of doing the habit, let's say that the habit is not running, but working on your pottery. I pick this one a lot, by the way, because my sister has a side hustle. <laughs> I know it's not pottest. I always forget the term when I need it in the moment, but my sister has a side hustle She does wheel thrown pottery. So a habit for her has to be throwing on the wheel. So how is future her going to feel? How's future you going to feel after three months of throwing? And then you have all this pottery that you can sell. Is future you going to feel accomplished? Is future you going to feel like, oh, hey, I am making some progress. Is future you going to be able to look around and say, look at this beautiful artwork that I've created. If it's a health goal, we'll go back to health because it always has such a major impact on your life. Let's say the habit is weightlifting. You hate weightlifting because it's hard, but you're going to do it three times a week. Well, how is future you going to feel in a year, in six months, You might be thinking, Mel, I don't know how future me is going to feel because future me has never successfully weightlifted for that period of time. Okay, this is where your imagination comes in. This is where your vision for five-star future you comes in. How do you want to feel? Do you want to be able to run up the stairs with no problem? Do you want to be able to bend down? And pick up your grandchild with no problem. Just, you know, squats, squats, squats. That's what taking care of little kids is. They always want to be picked up, which means you got to squat down because they're so little. So how's future you going to feel? How will future you's life be different after you've been doing the habit for a little while? Let's say that the habit is writing. You want to publish your first book, which I have to say does feel amazing because past Mel, a year ago, published her, not a year ago, but last year, published her first book. You can get Becoming Future You, Be the Hero of Your Own Life, wherever you like to buy your books. But I had to have a writing habit to do that. And that writing habit turned me into future Mel published author. So what will the habit change in your life? Is there going to be a shift in your identity? Are you going to become future you, stronger person? Are you going to become future you, the uh, I have a side hustle, little miss, I have a side hustle and sell things on Etsy? Are you going to become future you, I have a habit of self-care and now I take a vacation every quarter? That sounds amazing doesn't it? I have a habit of making time for myself. And so now I actually succeed at taking vacations. Hmm. I feel like um, I feel like Mel is tapping into something for herself. Somebody make a note that that is something I want for my future to successfully take a vacation every quarter, even if I stay home, just to unplug and relax and recharge. So how will future you feel What in future you's life will be different? What will future you be able to do that you can't do now? You know, maybe it's picking up the grandkid. Maybe you can't do that at all right now. Maybe it's taking the vacation. Maybe you can't afford it right now, but you're going to have a savings habit that's going to lead to you being able to go to the beach for a week. Sounds amazing. Really want to go to the beach. So when we work on crafting this vision and we tap into your why, your reason for doing the habit, what we're trying to do is we're trying to anchor it in so that it actually matters to you. Because guess what? If somebody comes down and they're like, Mel, you need to do this habit because of X, Y, Z, it's good for you. Uh, If somebody else tries to give me the reason to do the habit, is that as strong of a motivator to me as me coming up with the reason myself? No, it's not. And for a lot of people, it's not. For a very small percentage of you, you just wanna live up to other people's expectations so you'll still do a habit that somebody else tells you you should do. But even if you're doing it, it might not feel great because it's not right for you, okay? So if you've asked yourself these questions, you'd anchored in the reason for the habit and you've been doing the habit and you're still not seeing a dramatic difference in your life, you're not feeling different, nothing in your life is different, you don't feel progress, you don't feel a sense of satisfaction, then what's going on? Why isn't this habit working? Maybe it's because you're working in the wrong area of of your life. Maybe you picked an area that does not need your focus right now. Our lives have so many different areas that we can focus on. We have our health, we have giving and volunteering, we have hobbies, self-care, relationships, romantic relationships, career, finances. We have all these different areas of our life we can focus on. Guess which one you naturally wanna focus on? the one you're already doing well in. Why? Because we never wanna look at our weaknesses. We don't wanna target our weaknesses because it's painful, it's unpleasant. But guess what? If you have these different areas of your life and your career is already at like four stars, you're going for five, you want that five-star life for your career, but you're already at four stars, how easy is it gonna be to go from four to five stars if your relationships are out of one, if your health is out of one, if your uh personal growth is at a half star, if your finances are at a half star, if you have all these areas of your life that are low, it is extremely difficult to take that four-star area and bump it to five stars. It just almost won't go. But that's where you wanna focus because. You've already made progress. You feel confident in that area. But our lives seek balance. They're never gonna be perfectly in balance, but they do seek balance. So if you have all these ankle weights, all these weights, all these one stars holding you down, it's gonna be almost impossible for you to push from four to five stars in another area. When I hurt my back several years ago, I went to physical therapy. I am very fortunate that I'm the kind of person that put myself into physical therapy wasn't that bad it wasn't in an accident it was just uh, injury that happened over running over a period of time I'm very fortunate but I said you know what I don't want to be the kind of person who says you know I used to exercise I used to run but I got hurt and I stopped in my 30s And then I'm 60 and I'm in terrible shape. I knew I didn't want that for future Mel. So I wanted to fix the problem. I waited. Problem didn't fix itself. So I started going to physical therapy. It was awful. I did not enjoy it. You know why? Because he immediately targeted my weaknesses. He said, oh, your core is really weak. I'm going to need you to do 18,000 minutes of planks. It wasn't 18,000. It was something like 12 minutes of planks a day. It was still extremely challenging. I did not enjoy it because he was targeting my weakest area. So when I first started doing the planks, I could hold it for like 30 seconds. And I'd be sweating, and I'd be breathing so hard. And my friend would be telling me about this sixty-five-year-old woman who runs with them, and she can plank for five minutes. And here I am falling down at thirty seconds. Did not make me feel good about myself. When he wanted me to do squats, he gave me an eight-pound weight, and I came back, and I was like, I think that's too heavy. That that's an insane weight. I mean, it feels like my muscles are gonna rip. You're probably wondering, Mel, how bad of shape are you in? Apparently much worse than I thought. So I'm squatting with this eight pound weight and I'm telling him it's too hard. And he goes, you need to be able to squat down and pick up your purse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I do want future Mel to be able to squat down and pick up my purse. Good point, doctor, whatever. Fine. Fine. We don't like physical therapy because it targets our weaknesses. We don't naturally gravitate towards putting habits in our half star and one star areas because those are our weak spots and they're weak for a reason. We do not feel confident. We don't focus on those areas. More than likely we're ignoring them and just hoping they'll get better or we haven't even acknowledged that they're not great right now. So I want to walk through an exercise with you real quick and if you're Just listening, then say your answer out loud to each of these questions. If you're somewhere where you can grab a a pen and paper, go ahead and do that. And if you're at the computer, you can go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash life dash review dash freebie. That's becomingfutureyou.com forward slash life dash review dash freebie. I'll put it in the show notes. I know that's not as clean of a link as I normally give you, but I wanna look at these different areas of your life and see which one needs your focus. Okay, so here we go. On a scale of one to five stars, and so that I don't keep repeating myself, one or half star or zero stars, that's the dumpster. If it's zero stars, it's a dumpster, and the dumpster is on fire, okay? If it's five stars, That means this is the best you can possibly imagine for your life. So this is totally customized to you, all right? My version of five stars might be different from your version of five stars, might be different from somebody else's. So we're gonna rate these areas zero to five stars. Zero is the dumpster on fire. Five is the best you can possibly imagine. So your physical health, where would you rate your physical health on zero to five stars? How about your giving and volunteering? What would you say? Zero to five stars. Hobbies and self-care. Hobbies and self-care. Self-care, that buzzword. What rating would you give yourself? How about your romantic relationship? Or if you're not in a romantic relationship, your openness to loving deeply. Zero to five stars. Family and friends family and friends. This covers all those other relationships in your life that are not your romantic relationship. How about career? Zero to five. Just go with your gut instinct. Whatever comes up first, that's the answer. How about your spiritual and emotional health? What rating would you give that? Your spiritual and emotional health. How about your personal growth? Hmm, what would you give that? Zero to five stars. You cannot put zero because you listen to this podcast. And that is what we talk about. So at least give yourself half a star because you listen to this podcast. How about your finances? Last one, zero to five stars, your finances. Okay. Now, if you said those out loud, I know that you may not remember, but if you do... Do you remember which area was the lowest or one of the areas that was the lowest or or which rating felt like a gut punch? Which of the things did I say and you thought, "Oof, I have not even thought about that in a while and I do not feel great about the number that I need to say for it. That's the area your habit needs to be in. Yes, you can have more than one habit. You can work on more than one thing at a time. But that's the area that needs your focus. And if you're starting a habit, an exercise habit, and your physical health is at four stars and your relationships are at one star, no, you're not going to see a big difference from your new exercise habit. You wouldn't have four star health if you weren't already pretty good at taking care of yourself. But clearly, your relationships need some attention. If you want to see a big difference, start a habit in that area. Maybe you want to have one calm conversation per day with someone you love. Maybe you want to give one compliment per day to someone you love. Maybe you want to schedule one outing with a friend per week, one lunch date maybe. Maybe the area that needs your focus is your career, okay? And you're in a job you hate and you just can't imagine continuing to stay there for the rest of your working days. Well, how can you take one step per day towards a better job? Maybe you work on your resume one day. Maybe you look at job availability one day. Maybe the first thing you do is you journal about what you even want. What matters to you? One of my coaching clients and former Unlock Your Five Star Future students, she identified that she was in a toxic work environment and that that was just bleeding all over her life, bleeding over her family life, definitely bleeding into her health, bleeding into her ability to take care of herself. So the first thing she needed to do was just say, "Okay, what do I even want? If I know this environment is toxic and bad for me, what does a good environment look like? And the things that she identified were things like working with people who respect me, working with people who listen to me. But they were also things like having a window in my office. That was part of finding a job she wanted. Well, guess what? When she identified things, and she worked a little bit out of time, she found and applied for and got a job where she's respected, where people listen to her, where she has a window in her office that overlooks the bay. And she I just heard from her and she just got promoted. They love her so much at this new place that she just got promoted. She's happier than she could have imagined And it's all because she took the time to go, okay, hold on. What do I want? She was going to stay in that old job until she finished her degree because she thought no one else will hire me without it. Guess what? They did. They did hire her without it. She still finished the degree, but she got to do her last year of school while also working at a great new place where she's now been promoted. And none of that would have happened if she hadn't looked at that area of her life that needed her attention, her career. Maybe, maybe your health is one of the areas that's low. And if you have multiple low-star areas, what I always tell people is focus on your health first because it has a massive trickle-down effect to the rest of your life. So if your health is dumpster fire level, pick a reasonable habit. And let and let me let me like really. Hone in on this, okay? When we are looking at zero, half, one, two, three lower level star areas of your life, you need to be careful to set a reasonable goal, a reasonable new habit. Because the worst thing you can do is say, you know, my relationship with my spouse is really not in good shape at all. Um, We really struggle to be in the same room together. I think we should go on a two-week vacation, just the two of us, and see what happens. Well, that's really jumping into the deep end. That might work for you, but maybe you want to work up to being in a room together for more than five minutes without snipping at each other before you go somewhere for two weeks, right? Does that make sense? If it's the health goal, then maybe you don't decide, okay, I can barely walk without being in pain, I'm going to run a 5k. That seems reasonable. I'll just start couch to 5k and here we go. No, come on. Reasonable. Start where you are. And I will link. I recently did a podcast about starting where you are and I didn't pull the number. So I will link to start where you are so that you can also listen to that podcast. But it's so important that you pick a goal and pick a habit that fits your skill level in that area. The reason it's a low star, the reason you don't feel confident is because you haven't been focusing in that area. Your Mel with the eight pound weight saying, I think this is too heavy. It's too heavy. I'm pretty sure it's going to rip my leg muscles in half, which is pretty much what I said. I didn't use that voice. But that's pretty much what I said, okay? When we're targeting a weakness, we have to start with the small weights. We have to start with the 30-second plank. We have to start with the one compliment a day or one calm conversation a day. There was a point in my life when I had a relationship with someone who was very stressful. It was very stressful relationship, fraught with a lot of anger, and we had difficulty speaking to each other without... It just deteriorating into a mess. So I thought, I love this person. I'm going to give them one compliment a day. I'm going to try to have one calm conversation per day. I didn't think, but now that I've identified it, I'm just going to fix everything, okay? So if your habit is not yielding amazing dramatic results, It's probably because you're focusing in the wrong area of your life or you targeted an area that does need your attention, but you've set an insane goal, an insane habit that you can't actually keep or do. Small steps, small actions can make a big impact, but you see that bigger impact where you focus when you focus where you actually need to focus on the area of your life that is low stars, okay? And this is a big part of what we focus on in my course, Unlock Your Five Star Future, which is currently open for enrollment, but only until Tuesday, April 12th. But we focus on looking at these low star areas, making a reasonable plan and habits that you can do and start seeing a big change And then we also look at the four and five star areas of your life, which are fun to to dream about because those are the areas you've already dreamed about. We look at the big picture and we work on creating a balance in your life so that you can keep from feeling stuck, so that you can get focused, so that you start feeling motivated and you start feeling a sense of internal purpose and drive and energy and you start creating your version of a meaningful life because your version is different than my version. Only you can define your version. Okay? So work on your habits. Look at your habits and ask yourself, am I putting my focus where it needs to go? Or do I need to make a change? And if you want to enroll and unlock your five-star future, go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock. And I can't wait to work together. I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.